control we have landed on the planet It's been a long time, we should've never left us stranded But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you, the voice of the people We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes Black, Bobby, Mac, Josh, Brian, and Mary Hope to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me The planet is back! Josh, Brian, and Mary. <laughs> I really gotta make a new song. No, don't. Just leave it forever. Just leave it forever. We'll never again hear never from change it. Mary Carey. <laughs> How is Mary doing? Have you talked to her recently? Yeah, she's good. Great. I always uh, like to check in on my co-host from time to time. Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome back. It is the one and only Planet Platypus Show. You know who the fuck it is. It's your boy, Jiggy Josh Fiore in the building, a.k.a. the Spitfire King, Jay Fuego, wah, wah, wah. and as always with me, DJ Platypus. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and the belated <laughs> birthday boy himself. This has been a celebration. You have like a stripper birthday. It just takes like three weeks to get through the yeah, whole thing. It but is, yeah. Happy birthday, Bobby Mack. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, man. Uh, wow, what a night. Rager. Wow, what a night. Yeah. Uh, you guys were absolutely incredible. Uh, Josh, you were fucking hilarious. Oh, amazing. thanks, man. I had a little bit of anxiety before beforehand, like the whole day leading up to it. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do or say, and I kind of wanted to put a little rap together for you because people know that's my thing and right. stuff, so I was going to maybe do a little birthday rap for Bobby, but just with the holiday and traveling and coming back, I just didn't have time to get it all done, and... um. And so I didn't know what I was going to do. I kind of went in there blind. I had a couple little ideas of maybe things I could say. You but crushed. I, but as a host, the you don't have as much pressure uh, because if things aren't going well or I'm not getting the laugh I'm looking for, I could just stop and say, okay, well, here's the next guy <laughs> yeah. now. You know, that's the great thing about being host. You know, you don't have to be funny. You it was could, perfect, too, yeah. because you... You didn't overdo it. You know what I mean? It was like, tell a quick joke. Punch, punch, uh, punch. A, yeah, a, little, a, little. a little background on the person. Here they are. Yeah. You know, and and one like, thing I did, which, which I later found out is a big no-no when you're hosting a comedy show, uh-huh. is as I was introducing each comic, I would kind of like take little d- jibs at them, like little roasts, you know? And I guess you're not supposed to do like insult the acts. My job is to make them look like rock stars. And I was I'm like, yeah, this guy is a fucking failure. Here he comes. <laughs> oh, I, di- I disagree. Yeah. I-, I thought your funniest line of the light uh, of the night was making fun of me when you were like, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. pl- you know, the next up is a legend in this business and uh, named his own podcast after himself. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. like that was great. That man. was a lot of fun. Man. Everybody Line. laughed at that. Everybody laughed at you every time you went up. I think it's because we weren't expecting it from Josh. Yeah. You yeah. know, like we knew you guys were coming loaded with artillery. Right. And we didn't know what to expect from Josh. So when he came out and started firing the guns, it was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was a great yeah. time. And I got to say, like, I, I think everybody, I was really surprised with everybody's performance, especially uh, Platt. And, and, and don't take this the wrong way, but I wasn't expecting you to, to, to be so uh, comfortable and just seamless with the whole thing. And like, you, you, I know I see what you do on the mic. I've mm. seen your bachelor shows are always funny. Yeah. So 
but for some reason, I thought maybe when it's just you bomb. and a microphone that it might be a little awkward. I but was going to bomb. You were like a seasoned pro, man. Bro, you would and never I, know. I have to a thousand percent agree with him. The hugest difference in what you did uh, was your absolute. You were in the pocket. You were in the plat pocket. You were so comfortable. You were so confident. And bro, did that make all the difference in the story Absolutely. he was telling? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you sold. And, and a little bit with the physical comedy too, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Like when you talk about the, the stripper looking like a baby giraffe when yeah. she walks <laughs> and you did the little like walk, you know? Right, right. And uh, yeah, so who knew? Uh, DJ Platypus uh, was a rising star in the comedy world also. And, and well. only my third time doing stand-up comedy if you, if you really think about it. Great you know? job. Bob, Bobby, fantastic. I knew was going to school it. Oh, yeah. I, I already Bobby knew going in. I've, I've seen Bobby perform in different capacities over the years and, and so I already knew. Dude, he made me laugh so hard at one point, I literally hurt myself. Like, I had a cramp in my stomach the rest oh, of the night. Man. Like, at one point, um, I laughed so hard, Scott and Jen Lisa turned their seats to look at me <laughs> yeah. to see if I was okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was, I mean, you, you, you struck a few nerves with me just because some of the things you did was very general. Like, um, you know, um, some of your your material was just driving in Florida observational yeah. comedy, and then and then um, you were talking about Gonzo. Everybody kind of took a stab at Gonzo. Yeah, you I don't know, know what why I mean? Gonzo had a big target <laughs> he got on him his that ass night. Kicked. I don't know why, but yeah, even Panzika hit him hard. I like, think it's because maybe actually talked about his set. He's like the biggest guy, and maybe. Like, you know, maybe he's like you know, let's let's pick on the the big guy. You but know, when when Bobby was talking about driving in a car with Gonzo, um. It was funny, but it was funnier to me because I've been actually <laughs> been in a car with Gonzo, yeah. and the things he was saying were were just so spot on, you know. Spot on. But but listen, we're gonna talk about the whole entire birthday party yeah, in a man. little bit. I don't want to give away too much right now. We have an interview coming up. We're gonna cover Bobby Mack's birthday. Uh, we're gonna talk about our New Year's uh, show. We have a lot to talk about in a short amount of time. Right now is a perfect time to take a break, and let's get to it. Hey, man, we were just talking about feature entertainers and the value that they bring to a club. Uh, if your club books features, you already know. If you're not booking features yet and you're thinking about it, there's only one place to go, and that's centerfoldsfeatures.com. Holler at my boy Danny and his team of professionals over there. They're going to custom tailor an event just for you because whatever you're looking for, Danny's got it. I'm talking about porn stars that can pack the room. Uh, showgirls that'll breathe some life into the club and put some real talent on the stage that your guests will never forget or something even outrageous like a little person show sideshow acts like Travis Bage's arm wrestling show or celebrity lookalikes whatever it is you're trying to do whatever event you're putting together call Danny let him know he can custom tailor something just for you and just get the right feature into your club for your market and for your event there's really no better place to go, man. So tell them Planet Platypus sent you and hit up Danny and his team of professionals over at centerfoldsfeatures.com. Yeah, and welcome back to the Planet Platypus show, everybody. We have a big guest today, and that is porn star Lauren Phillips. We gave her a call and talked to her about some pretty outrageous stuff. The first couple seconds of that phone call got cut off. Sorry about that. little technical glitch over here on my end. You can blame me for that one. Uh, but we just missed just a couple of seconds of that conversation. In fact, I'm going to just catch you at the speed right now before we get to Lauren. Uh, we called her up. She was in a lift on her way to the airport. And uh, she was on her way to Tampa for a bondage shooting, of all things. And uh, so uh, we asked her uh, if she packs, you know, 
uh, bondage uh, supplies in her suitcase. You know, things like dildos, whips, and chains, and ball gags, and nipple clamps, and all that kind of shit. And, uh, and she started talking about some crazy things that have happened to her trying to get through security at the airport with some of the porn star items she uh, travels with. So uh, let's get right into that interview. We're just going to pick it up right where, uh, right where it picked up there. And uh, sorry about that technical glitch. In my carry-on because it was uh, so heavy. <laughs> and I, I can only do 50 pounds. You uh-huh. know, it's, it, it, they don't take anything heavier than that or they get charged. How funny and, is that? The vibrator put her over 50. Right. What kind of vibrator are you using? A tornado. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was actually a dildo. It was a bad dragon dildo. And, <laughs> and their dildos are really like, uh, like big. Like they can get like really, really big. Right. They look like <laughs> so that. When I, went, <laughs> when I went through like the check-in process, the guy, my my bag got like flagged, and they had to take my bag. And I told them, uh, I was like, "Excuse me, sir, um, there's adult toys in there, so I don't want to like offend anybody <laughs> or anything like that." Yes. And he like was super chill about it. Like he like dug in my thing without taking everything out. <laughs> you guys have seen it all. I'm took sure. a big sniff of it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, it was like it's it's happened to me plenty of times actually. Like it's pretty the norm. Well, you know, I, I, they were so discreet and that's so professional and nice. But is that because she's really hot? If Lauren was four hundred pounds and had moles on her face, would they have like pulled everything out to show her? You know, no, her, definitely or not. Was it because you just think that TSA. If is a that hot discreet? girl comes through with a bag of goods and says these are things that go in my vagina, I'm like, I'm gonna have to see. Yeah, we're gonna have to inspect that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so you think they were being ultra discreet? Oh, uh, well, most of the people, especially at the Burbank Airport, they actually. Actually, like know me really well like they don't even like <laughs> first because uh first thing I, I have i'm like i have like right now i have my porn hub uh jacket on so i travel nice. with it as well so they kind of know what i do Sweet. but also i go there all the time that they know me by name like they're like they awesome. every i don't even have to show them my id but i just like they're like hey lauren wow. blah, 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 cool. yeah you know, sometimes, you know, we're, we're, like we work in this industry, we go to these different events and things like that, or just sometimes, you know, if you're at the clubs and you'll see these girls and you'll go like, man, she looks familiar. I think I <laughs> I know her, like maybe we've met at a different event or something. And then it hits you like, oh, I've used you as a masturbatory aid many times. That's what it is. So I think like, you know, you see a girl that you might have that like, how do I know her? And then she turns around, she's got the Pornhub like jacket on. Yeah, like uh-huh. that's, you know, that that's cool. Well, also, now you know right away who you Also, doing. Lauren, Josh is leading up to a question because before we called you, Josh thinks he may intimately know you. <laughs> I don't want to bring this up. No, it, I, I want to ask Because if it's her. not her, I don't But if it's not, who cares? <laughs> you know, who cares? So apparently Josh thinks you did a film where you were the ants and the mother was talking the son into impregnating the ants. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, I'm Auntie Lauren. Auntie Lauren. Yes, okay, see? Yeah. So it was true. That was her then, yes. Yeah. See, yeah. out of the three of us, Josh frequents porn more, I think. You know, so, yeah. you know, he, you, he, he's got all the badges and awards yes. from <laughs> Pornhub. That's true. Now, now, let's talk about. I got nominated for an AVN for like most frequent viewer, I think. <laughs> Let's talk about porn for a quick second. I mean, uh, how long? Have oh, you, okay. How long have you actually been doing films for now? Uh, it's 
been four about four years, and then I've also been camming for six. So okay. I've been in the adult industry for six years total. Okay, and before that, you were an actual dancer. And when I say dancer, I'm not talking about like dancing in a strip club. I'm talking about like professional dance, correct? Like you, you did ballet, yes, I was, technical. I was a professional dancer. I was a backup dancer for a Tina Turner impersonator for five years. Wow! Oh my god! Oh, that's cool. So that's that's a tough routine. That's not easy dancing. No, and I also have a degree in dance as well. So I went to college for it. So you understand the various te- technical technicalities of dance, the the different forms of dance, and this and that. Now let me ask you something based on that. As you travel to these strip clubs and do different bookings, and as you're in our industry in a certain capacity, when you're at the clubs, do you notice the same thing that I do, which is that the entertainers really don't know how to dance? And wouldn't it be better from a customer's perspective if we taught them, a, not, not necessarily on your level, you studied it as a career, but, but to have some form of application in the strip club industry where dancers are actually required to dance? I mean, do, do you do you see that the same way coming from a dance background or does it is it just sexy girls on a pole and it shouldn't matter? Well, I have taken like pole classes, so it's a really hard thing. It's not like a girl on a pole, but it definitely has like when I was a, pro- a professional dancer, like being, I guess the technical term would be a erotic dancer. Mm hmm was and let, just let you know like when i was a professional dancer which is six years ago things right. have changed a lot a lot and i'm also from south jersey which is a very like country type feel it's very like traditional mm-hmm. so it wasn't in like the cards to be oh you can be a professional dancer and a stripper <laughs> right you know it was just but i don't know i feel like everyone there's there's some like some dancers and I'm like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Like they're beautiful and they're amazing. I love going to strip clubs. Like I love it. So But wouldn't it be I better think- if the girls had a little bit of <laughs> you know professional dance on their resume or they took a class or like i see this everywhere i go even in my own club that you know there's always one or two girls that can just blow you away on the pole they're very graceful they're sensual they're sexy and then like 80 percent of the girls will go up there they'll hold the pole and shake their butt cheeks together and consider that dancing and 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 i don't consider that dancing I, i i'm not entertained by that but then again i'm numb to it because i've been in the industry DJing for 25 years so I was just mm-hmm. I was just curious your take on it N- knowing dance like you do the importance of it on a stage or is it not um I think what's important for any type of stage if it's like erotic or for professional or anything like is drawing the audience in right so like I sometimes like I think it just depends on the person and if they can do that. If when you're technically trained mm-hmm. with like a technique of different dances, it's easier because they, they do train you to be that way, to yeah. uh, use your body as an, as the art. Like they used to tell me, uh, you think with your body, but you're dancing with your mind. Ah. So you're kind of mm-hmm. like, you're kind of in the zone of how you feel and how to bring like your art to life like right. you're telling a story 
So I always recommend people to to take class because it's especially an improv class because I always think it's it kind of gives you like once you do it and you build the confidence in the dancing that you have, uh, you get this like I don't give a fuck type attitude. Yeah. Like I can do all different. I can go to like a nightclub. And like on my personal time, and we can do like the funny dances of like the uh, the lawnmower, <laughs> the sprinkler, sprinkler right, and right, we right. love that type of stuff. Sure, like, sure. Because um, I don't like, I, I don't give a fuck. So I'm like, I'm I've I've earned my like respect in dance to right. be like I can dance whatever I want. Um, so I like I always say like if you can learn more about things, it's great. Um, but I feel like what really like brings out like a stripper is for me anyway, is when they have contact with me, like some of the girls I've noticed sometimes they they'll look in the mirror and they kind of focus on themselves. Um, I usually like a girl that likes to look at me because it's a connection because mm-hmm. dance is always still intimate. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And her coming from a background of doing uh, cam modeling and also uh, doing the films and stuff, you know, it's a different way of entertaining where you where you have to kind of engage with the other and people on the other side. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a, I think that's a big difference too. Whereas if you're a stripper at a club, um, getting on stage is not so much about a performance as it is about like I'm up here to just showcase my body, and mm-hmm. if you want to spend some time in the room, that's how they're making their money. Yeah. So it's more. Well, she's a feature now, so. Uh, coming from the dancer background, how much of the extreme stuff do you incorporate now as a feature versus the dance? Yeah, like do you do ballet or any type of, <laughs> like not ballet, but any specific well, I, type of dance in your stage routines? Well, I am, I lean towards, I was technically trained in modern dance. Okay. So all, like I used to do a lot of floor work and stuff like that and tumbling. I used to like to like throw ourselves across like the room. Like I was very like, uh, I never liked a lot of rules, so mm-hmm. modern was my thing. And I, but I do like I've actually, um, I've tried like when I was trying to figure out. It took me six years to start feature dancing. Like I was only feature dancing for Night Moves right. in uh, Tampa, Florida, and that was the only one I was doing. Um, it'll be the show that I'm doing December 12th through the 14th in uh, Oklahoma City uh, for Little Darlings and Deja Vu will be my official uh, like a first feature dancing with centerfolds as well so it's oh, cool. like my where i'm like all right this is what i'm gonna do um and i've it, i've tried I, I took everyone's advice and kind of like intertwined but at the end of the day i will be dancing the way i like to dance mm-hmm. and i always have a theme to my i like having a theme and most of the time my uh my songs that i kind of intertwine i try to have like the theme song, some theme songs, and then some like uh, I call them booty shaking songs, like right, you know, right. <laughs> booty jams, got a little and booty I, jams. Yeah, I intertwine them, and it actually they they usually tell like a story, like and it's funny because that's how I was trained is that when you dance, you're telling a story, like you're um, trying to interact, and then I've also been taking classes with uh, burlesque, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be doing a modern style, like a modern twist. I would love that. That sounds awesome. Now, um, moving forward into the porn industry, um, you know, we already talked about the bondage and, 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 you know, being an auntie and and things like that. Um, Are there certain 
styles of film that you shy away from? And are there certain types of films that you thrive at? Um, well, most of the extreme stuff, like any type of, I personally like uh, the group sex tape scenes. They're like my favorite um, because I. Josh too. <laughs> yeah, I like those. Yeah, Josh loves that. Yes. <laughs> I like things that are raw. That's like part of my brand mm-hmm. for my branding because it's something I like. It's right. something that's raw and natural and it, it comes from basically my it's my personality i don't like having a lot of rules i don't like forming to society and stuff like that so with a group sex and like orgies and gamings and stuff like that it's kind of like um there is no like there's like this is what you need to do but there's no like you're still going the flow of everybody else that's around you because there's so many people um i those are like my favorites and they seem to be like thriving really well um and I, I, um, I've also been nominated like three times for outrageous sex scenes. So th- this year, I'm hoping I'll, I'm hoping to bring an award home. That's okay, hold on, goal. Lauren. Hold on, hold on. What was your most outrageous sex scene? I need oh, to know right question. now. Good. This year. In general, just blow me away. General. Blow me away. Um, I, I forget my first one that I was nominated for because that was a while back. But my first two last year, I did. Uh, it was uh, a parody for uh, Jurassic World. I played uh, Claire, and uh, it was for Wood Rockets. And it was uh, me and uh, Robbie, and we uh, basically fucked a dino lady. I was going to say, you got fucked by a dinosaur, didn't you? <laughs> of course she <you> did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I that was it. the one. And then this year, we, I also was Wood Rockets. Uh, it was me and April O'Neil with Tommy Pistol as the alien, and we did a, a thing for Area uh, 51. So nice. I, I fucked an alien. <laughs> you did those insertion dildos yes. where they lay eggs in you, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so so she's... I was like, when I did that one, I was like, if this doesn't get nominated for Outrageous Sexy, I would be super surprised. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that's something you'd forget. We're like, hey, what are your extreme scenes? Like, oh, you know, I, I can't really remember. Like, it seems like that's the kind of <laughs> shit you would never forget. Yeah, like, hey, remember the time you fucked a dinosaur or then an alien? It's like a whole reptilian theme going on right now, but, but I'm, into I, I just, I'm into it. I just envision Lauren right now in, like, an Uber heading to the airport, and her driver's, like, listening in on this half conversation. Oh, like, man, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have the, I'm in a lift right now. I know I feel so bad. I'm trying to like censor myself, but there's no way to censor. There's really not. There, there, yeah. There's there's really not. Your driver's loving this. By yeah, the way. I'm sure uh, your driver <laughs> loves this. So, um, do you have any advice for any entertainers looking to go into porn, or any girls that are young thinking about the industry? Is there some kind of advice you can give? Josh is thinking about uh, it, so that's why we're asking. I mean, just just <laughs> just just basically one piece of advice you wish somebody told you before you ventured into that world use lube um, <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know it's so hard i personally my my one major advice is wait until you're 21 to do it because once it's out on the internet like this is a lifestyle yeah. and i when i got when i got into it i already knew this is what i was going to do for as long as i can I'm, I'm a lifer so once i can't perform anymore i'll probably like direct and do other stuff and so you're going to stay in the jazz. industry for sure. Like this is your, 
you know, like like me with the strip clubs. I can't picture myself yeah. at 44 years old right now. I can't picture myself doing anything Office else. job? I, I just can't. I can't picture. I mean, I, I mean, I probably could, but I, I just don't want to. I D- love DJ Platypus, CPA. Yeah, right. <laughs> See me as a... a just, I don't... My, I guess my advice for people that are newer and um, might be... Because uh, we're all a little, like, nervous a little bit of fear when we get into it. Um, I'm going to, my advice is for, if you're going to do anal, don't be scared. I had Tori Lane give me the best advice in the entire world. And I was talking around a table. We were having uh, some drinks and she was like, I was telling her I was doing my first uh, anal for porn. And she was like, I'm like, I'm nervous. And she was like, Lauren, it's just another hole. I know. Like, <laughs> That's great <laughs> advice. That really is great advice. <laughs> well, wait, so is your nostrils. So are your exactly. ears. What's your point, Platt? Put it wherever scared, it fits, Platt. I always say. Saying, don't cert- be scared. Certain <laughs> holes. Let it happen. Should have a cautionary, you know, thing behind it. But uh, <laughs> I, I just. What's your Lyft driver's name? Um, I don't know. Uh, what's your name? Your name. What is it? Merrick. That's his name. Merrick. Is, is Merrick a single Merrick. guy? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. Are you a single uh, male? <laughs> Sorry, they're asking me. Are you, a, are you single? He's married. Oh, he's married. Oh, oh see, because I was going to ask you to do some dirty talk with your <laughs> Lyft driver, because that's never been done on our show before, and you'll be infamous for it. <laughs> oh, my God. And if he's up for it. And you'll and, get that five-star rating. And you're, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, we could, we could promise him a, re- a good review, or you can give him the five-star rating, you know. He's so. like, my wife will never know about I, this, so let's not I do it either. I tip very well. <laughs> I'm a good tipper. Good. Do, do, do you think you can make this happen, Lauren? Do you think you, you can engage in dirty talk with your Lyft driver while you're on your way to the airport going oh to Florida? I mean, I'm just curious. Um, you can you I, can say no. It's I not. Can, a, I can probably I can probably dirty talk. I just want to make sure. Um, anything, uh, I just don't want to offend anybody. This guy's a devout <laughs> sudden, Catholic. I'm, yeah, gonna be, yeah, he, I'm not going to be able to, like, do a lift anymore because they're going to be, like... He'll pull the car over. Uh, Get yeah. the fuck oh, out right boy, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to write a report about it. <laughs> It'll be horrible because it's raining right now in Los Angeles. All right, all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right, I, can, I can do a little something. Okay, let's uh, Hey, okay, we're, we're, we're up for a little okay. something. My apologies for this conversation, by the way. Uh, uh, Nardic, did I say right? Merrick. Merrick. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for this conversation. So my complete apologies. Um, uh, can I get like a, uh, a thing? Hold on. I got to think of an idea. I have to have like, uh, you know, you just don't just throw your pocket. Let's say you're trying um, to convince him to put it in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and he's your nephew also. <laughs> Um, you know, you just want to jam that nice, hard dick into my tight little asshole. Ram it so deep that you can feel your ball smack up against my pussy. <laughs> Stretch me out. Oh my make god! Me, make me scream just, just, just a little. <laughs> That's that? that was amazing, Lauren. Yes. Lauren, yes. did he did he react at all? Did he say anything to you? 
He's very uncomfortable. No, he's driving. <laughs> no, he's just driving. He's like, I'm just driving to the airport. I am trying to focus on the road. This is my my driver is being very patient with me. I'm very uh, glad, and I'm probably going to have to give way more of a twenty percent tip rate. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Lauren, I don't want you to I don't want you to be late for Florida. Since you're into group sex is your favorite, I would like to personally invite you to our um, our Planet New Pl- Year's Eve party here in studio at the Planet Platypus Studios. Um, you're awesome. Uh, I want everyone to check out Lauren Phillips online. Do you have anything you want to plug right now coming up besides your booking in Tampa at the Deja Vu chain, correct? <laughs> No, I'm actually, my first, uh, my feature dancing is actually in Oklahoma City at Little Darlings and Deja Vu, and it's December 12th through the 14th. I'll be doing a show at Little Darlings at 11 p.m. each night, and then I go to Deja Vu at 1 a.m. Okay, and Lauren, you have to tell our listeners how to find you on social media because your handles are amazing. (laughs) So all my uh, all my social media uh, handlers are the same besides Snapchat. Uh, they actually took me down at one point. Uh, it's Lauren Fills Up F I L L S U P, and then my Snapchat is Miss Fills Up M S F I L L S U P because I like to be filled up. And her premium <laughs> snap is thefirebush.com. <laughs> yes, Lauren. it is actually. It's called the thefirebush.com. Listen, since this was an introductory type interview, this is the first time we've spoken. Uh, I, I I want you to know you've turned three lifers of the strip club industry into fans today. Huge fans. Yeah, I, was, I was already a fan after that auntie video I, I saw a couple I, weeks ago, but I'm I'm a bigger fan now. Yes, than I and I love your I love your personality. I love your honesty. I love the fact that this is very much who you are, and we have to have to have to do a follow-up interview at some point. For sure. And uh, send Merrick our apologies, obviously. <laughs> um, we, 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 we do feel bad, but we wish... Feel bad. Tell Merrick you're welcome. We yeah. <laughs> but we, we wish you a, a, a happy holiday season, success in, in your craft, and uh, please, please do not be a stranger to the Planet Platypus uh, show. Yes, I'm never a stranger. We Trust me, once you talk to me, you'll you'll be seeing me everywhere. <laughs> we hope to see you at Expo this year. Yes. Yeah, we'd love to see you at Expo uh, in August in Las Vegas for the strip cl- uh, the Gentlemen's Club convention. Um, you know, we we have a big heavy hand in, in running that and helping out with that event, and we would love to make you part of that in some capacity. I will actually uh, was planning on being there. I yes. talked to Danny from Centerfold, so if anyone wants to book me for other future dancing, please uh, contact Centerfold. And uh, they told me about it, and I am required to go there so i'm definitely definitely going because i go to all the other conventions (laughs) yeah absolutely so so hook up with danny at centerfoldstrips.com to uh get information on on booking lauren and uh lauren phillips you're the best thank you so much uh have a safe flight have a great trip and promise me uh, a follow-up interview at some point early in 2020 because we've got to get more. Like, more you know, being in a lift and talking to her, we're kind of being, I want to hear some stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, oh, I, I don't think she's stories. going to hold back either. I think she's kind of like Rochelle Ryan in the sense that she's this very, is who very I am. Real and very, uh, yeah, totally, this is yeah. what I'm doing. Right. I can 
care less what you think one way or the other. And I love people like you. Lauren Phillips, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah. Um, no. And we will, we will talk to you very, very soon. We will be following you. I can promise you that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. Awesome. <laughs> Lauren Phillips, everybody. Yeah. Lauren. Awesome. Take care, Lauren. Attention all club owners. Did you know there's a platform for DJ education? Pandamembers.org is an association for professional DJs. Panda stands for Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. With over 1,000 members, Panda is always growing and generating top DJs in our industry with an educational platform and discussions on how to better the DJ's craft. If your current DJ staff is not a member of Panda yet, President Dane Hansen welcomes you to check out pandamembers.org. It could change your business for the better. World famous Tootsie's Cabaret voted best club in the country. Join us for happy hour, no cover and half price drinks till 8 p.m. every day. Tootsie's features a full restaurant, sports bar, next level VIP seating and sky boxes with a view of South Florida's hottest adult entertainers. Watch all your favorite sports events on our brand new 300 square foot LED screen. See you at Tootsie's Cabaret, Miami's number one adult club. Visit us online at tootsiescabaret.com. Yeah, he liked that, he liked that little intro. <laughs> Do it again. Yeah, that was a uh, was it uh, Kid Capri? I don't know. There's some famous DJ Red Alert. Somebody did that. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the Planet Platypus Show, everybody. That was a pretty hot and fiery interview. What you think? With I mean, fiery redhead. First of all, just just getting through the airport security with dildos. I mean, we hit yeah. we, we hit that topic. Having her. Talk dirty to her Lyft driver. I think that's got to yep. be a, a podcast first. Yeah, that either made his day or he's, or he's freaked the fuck yeah, out right yeah. now. Or he's going to you know. Yeah, he's going to He could have been like a real... You never know. The funny thing is the Lyft driver is going to tell that story to another Lyft driver and they're going to go, you're full of shit, dude. That, <laughs> you, oh, yeah, Dareport Penthouse Forums. Uh, a feature <laughs> yeah. got in the back of my cab and started begging me to come into oh, her asshole. How great would that be if she hung up the phone with us and then fucked the driver, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. we, like, And we did that. Like, We set that off and we started a I whole pen, I penthouse forum. I mean, again, I don't know her. That was the first time we've ever yeah, spoken seems to her. Cool. Seems extremely... <clears throat> I can't wait to talk to her again and get to know her again because she was so cool and we were really appreciative that she came on. But I didn't get that from her that she's the type that would just suck a dick just to do it. I think she's all Listen, business. She's got the Pornhub jacket on like a billboard. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually thinking of trying that. <laughs> just to freak people out. Dude, you should get one. <laughs> just so that they one. see me in a porn star They ja- would think that you're jacket. Ron Jeremy. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm, get, I'm getting Bobby that for Christmas. They That's would think like you're already Ron on Jeremy. the list now. Yeah. People would be like, is he the cameraman? It's <laughs> 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 like, I do sound. Yeah, it will, it I'm probably, second grip. It would probably spark <laughs> up a lot of conversations. It, it could, it yeah. could. But I didn't catch her as no. that type of person. Like, there are porn stars out there that on a whim would just, you know. Yeah, nymphomaniacs. Yeah, they'd yeah. go after the cab driver. Yeah, porn and say, stars. You know, There's just women like that. There are could, women like could that. Could be a neighbor. But I didn't really get that from her no. uh, based on our conversation. I got that she's very focused on her career. Oh, yeah. She's very much into the industry. Well, she's going to start you know? directing, and yeah. you know, she's, she's, she's in for the long haul. 
And uh, in in you know if you're in the culture, you could always run into her at a function, <laughs> I mean, like because apparently she goes she flies to Tampa for vacation to get beaten up. <laughs> you know? Yes, I'm flying down. I got a few days off. I'm gonna go relax. I'm gonna have people hit me with shit and beat me with leather, and you know poke me with paddles. I'm gonna right. have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Good, good wholesome family Fucking vacation. Fucking Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa's like, you know, they're trying to stand on our shit. <laughs> you know, our industry's funny like that, you it know, is. because in the sense that we all work together, we all compete against each other, and uh, sometimes we play together, you know. And uh, I've been to birthday celebrations where it was like for Bobby, uh, for instance, uh, to cake with some candles in it. Your close friends are around. We make a wish, blow out the candles, do it traditionally like every other human being on the planet. Um, but with industry people, it's a little bit different. Yeah, we go big, man. Well, sometimes sometimes you have obligations that you want to incorporate things. Like Bobby wanted to do it at Monroe's, and that was a great call because it was a great event, and, and it worked and out perfect. And a perfect the venue, venue was perfect. for that, yeah. It was, as it always is. They're, they're great, and we love them. Um, but it's different because, you know, in some capacity, you got to work. In some capacity, you're still there with your boss. You're still there, you know, the... The eye in the sky is still watching you, yeah. and you can't necessarily let loose and, and, and do your thing. But we do a great job of that. And yeah, I turned on a lot of beers yesterday. Or <laughs> yeah, Sunday. yeah, you and, can't. And I don't even work there, and I somehow hosted a feature. Yeah, thanks so, for that, man. No, no, anytime. It was my pleasure to do it. But uh, but I'm saying like that's exactly what you mean. Like so, you know, you never. It's not really a night out. It's no all business. But let's set it up <laughs> for the listeners and give them kind of a blow by blow as to what happened for BMAX birthday party because there were some pictures and videos thrown on social media so people did get an idea. But let's kind of you know set it up so um, you know we had a comedy show in honor of Bobby Mack where he actually performed as well. And this Killed all started it. because you guys graduated from Mike Panzeca's stand-up comedy class. So we thought, wow, I can't wait to hear Platt. I can't wait to hear Gonzo. I can't wait to hear what you guys have learned. Yeah, it's a cool We'll throw thing. Mike in the mix. We know Alaska does comedy, and uh -huh. it just came together like that. Right. And then at some point, uh, Dinah, she became uh, part of, she contacted you? She called me when, uh -huh. she found, when she saw the first, when we put the first. Dynamite, that is. We put the Dynamite, first posters yeah. up. Uh, to let everybody know, hey, we're going to put this together. We'll do it in a month. Everybody get ready because we're going to do it. And then all of a sudden, my my Facebook box, bing. Uh -huh. And I got a, I got a note from Dinah that said, uh, hey, would Dynamite. you mind if I donate a performance to your birthday party? And, you know. Oh, super sweet. Without thinking, I was thinking, okay, a feature girl is going to come get naked on my birthday. I, instantly, yes. And then I thought, yeah. wait a minute, you work at Monroe's now. I said, hang on. Don't. Right. That's not a firm yes. Let me yeah. ask the people who are in charge of this first. Right, right, and, right. And yeah, so everything came together that way. And it was great. Um, so we did the comedy portion first. And um, we got there and, and I, I had the porterhouse special. Their kitchen's so great. You oh, know, the food I mean, is amazing. Amazing there, there right? And um, they just... They really put out a nice spread, and and I walk in, and the first thing I now I'm you know doing comedy's a little nervous. It's a little nerve wracking. Josh and I drove down together, or up I should say together, and uh, 
And while we were driving down, we you could sense nerves on both of us. We, I a part of our conversation was also like, "Who do you think is going to bomb tonight?" You know, right? And I knew he knew I was going to bomb. Like in his head, he's like, "Plat's going to bomb." I did. I did. He I did. Had, he even let me you know. You were walking we were, around saying that. I was like, wrong. You proved me wrong. But I, but I did. There was that inkling was there. Was I can't wait to see Platt awkwardly try to do stand up comedy. This is going to be great. You yeah. just like I want to see Platt fail <laughs> at something, I anything. For the love of God, like, no, we, I have plenty. Don't of get failures. me wrong. Like we love you. But wouldn't it be hilarious if you tanked and would just had to sit there and watch you eat it? That would have been a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that, that's that's that what I was great. Secretly, <laughs> secretly hoping for. You said to everybody when we said, "How are you tonight? How are you feeling?" You're like, "I'm in a tank." Yeah, that was uh, what. That was the only thing that came out of your mouth until you went up and you killed. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you were expecting me to what? Oh, are you trying to fucking psych me out? To tank. Well, so yeah, that I, life's about low expectations. I had not, right, so I had Bro, that's to the lose. name of my book. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, so uh, we sit down, we have some dinner. Um, you know, Joe B is there. Andy Studebaker is now uh, working at Monroe. You can officially make that announcement? Uh, well, I guess. I Actually, mean, I, officially can, there. I can officially make the announcement. <laughs> he was, a, he was uh, yesterday... It was announced that Andy has now become our director of operations for Monroe's yeah. West Palm Beach. Yeah, yes. good good move for them, too, because he is probably one of the smartest guys. Great ever guy. Uh, fantastic. One of my closest, dearest friends. I love him very much, and we're, we're very happy for him. So, you know, he was kind of there. Um, he had a lot going on, I guess, the next day or, the, you know, meetings or whatnot. So he, he couldn't stay all the whole time. But he was there. He was very hospitable. It was nice to see him. We all sat down. Had, had great food, great conversation. But when I first walked in there, and I'm nervous, and I'm like, fuck, man, you know, I got to do this whole thing. I see my general manager, Tootsie's Hal Bell, sitting right there. For, like, second I open the door, boom. Yeah, right in front of And door. right next to him is Spider, who's our newest DJ. Um, we brought him over from one of our Houston clubs. Um, great, great guy, you know, uh, great DJ. And, um, and then I see M2. Uh, our, our DJ there, so I'm like, oh my the god, man! Tootsie's, crew Tootsie's is there. representing, yeah. and, and and it felt really, really good. You know, like this is, you know, we talk about family, and, and some feel we use that term loosely, but uh, you know, we work hard, we play hard, but we're there for each other. You know what I mean? And and they didn't have to go and show support. I was genuinely happy. To Maybe see they them came show. to see you tank. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, I am not going to miss this. <laughs> well, I, I expected M two to be there because M two's been really close. M two and you are really close. Yeah, and he never gets to come to these things because he's usually the one covering for everybody. Right. When yeah. we do something, so right. to have him be part of something that we're doing together felt was just an awesome. Gift great having him there, yeah. but but I Always expected him to be there. Too. I didn't expect to see my general manager the second you know I opened the door. Um, but that that was great. I just wanted. He wanted to, to see if you had any jokes about him. <laughs> let nah. this, let him tell the truth now. <laughs> you know, Hal is funny though, man. He does some funny things at work. I, I probably could come up with a few Hal stories, but um, you know, yeah, don't do that. No, I, not 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 in that way. Because he's not like that, so I wouldn't have to go there. You know what I mean? He's. He's uh, he's a pain in the ass. As your attorney, so I must, am I. As your attorney, I must advise you never to do that. <laughs> hey, you know I, I, that's that's a working relationship, no matter what level you're at. You know, um, and when it's time to work, it's time to work. And if you need to be disciplined, you need to get disciplined and whatever. But uh, it was cool to see them come out and support you, though. It, it was, was. Like, that whole Tootsie's couch. I was like, holy shit, we yeah. got a Tootsie's couch going but over my, here. My yeah, whole, that's what I thought was that Tootsie's was posted back in that back lounge, like <laughs> VIP looking yeah, That's area. how we yeah. roll. Yeah, yeah, you guys are doing it big as always, in pure Tootsie's fashion. 
Yeah, so yeah. so then I get done Dude, eating. Could you have said Tootsie's more times on the fucking microphone? <laughs> I was going to get to that. So I get done eating, um, and Bobby's getting everything ready to roll, setting everybody up, and Santa Claus walks in the room. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to be honest. Yeah. Josh, at first look, at first glance, yeah. I thought it was one of two people. Okay, and okay. I mean no disrespect here, <laughs> but I thought that fake Hef got a new career and was now going to be oh, Hef Santa. How great would that be if he was? A, if, I, I, I swear Santa? to God, oh. I thought fake Hef crashed Bobby's birthday party as Santa. What Claus. now, motherfucker? Because it, <laughs> because a quick glance, it really like looked at him, yeah. looked like him, and then. Um, I once I realized it wasn't him, I thought it was Richard Kent, and I'm like, because <laughs> yeah. the way very festive Richard, but Kent. the way Santa was dressed, but the way Santa was dressed, he 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 looked. He like, was a pimp Santa. He was a pimp Santa. Yeah. So uh, then there's this friend of yours that I have, that was the first time I met him, the magician James Changefield. Yeah. James Changefield, a friend of mine since we were just graduated high school. We were summer camp counselors together. Anyway, long story short, he is now an amazing Las Vegas magician. Amazing guy. He happened to be in town, uh, and he saw the poster for the ad, and he showed up. That's and so cool. brought fucking Santa Claus with him. And we're not talking about, like, a guy in a Kmart Santa suit. No, this suit. was no, the no, mall he Santa. He was legit. Was, like, straight up, this was Santa Claus. This was like, like, the dude walked in like Father Christmas, and, yeah. like, music <laughs> followed him in. Yeah, it, it was magical. Because because I'm sitting there talking across the table to either Alaska or Danielle, and my wife goes, Bobby, Santa Claus is here. And, and, and Santa sat at the first yeah, fucking it was table. Distracting. He was, front row. He was, dude, he was right there in the front row. And um, in, so in the center of the room in front of the microphone. So you know how when, when you're doing jokes, Bobby, and, and if your first doesn't land and your second doesn't land, then you start feeling butt sweat and shit like that. Oh, yeah. But once you get that first laugh, you can just focus on the material, right? And that's almost like where you register the comfort zone. You're like, right. I got him. Go. The first laugh I heard was Santa. And it was <laughs> fucking oh, And he oh. did. He his laugh. He hoed. He didn't hoe, but it was just like he did Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had a jolly laugh. Like oh, his, he was jolly. Like his belly was a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> it was jovial. unbelievable. Oh, it yeah. was unbelievable. He's yeah. like that perfect Father Christmas Santa you see in like hot cocoa commercials or turning to the M&M. His, his costume is just a beautiful piece of art. Oh, so he's man. so convincing from the from get-go. Like the first so, exposure you have to him, you're like knocked back the a minute. walking Norman Rockwell painting. Exactly. So, <laughs> so not not to get ahead of ourselves. So everybody sits down, the show starts. And here comes Josh, like fired out of a fucking cannon. Yeah, when it's time to go. You went into Spitfire King. Bah, 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 bah. It was a <laughs> yeah. whole like you got the whole room's attention, like yeah. next Well, snap I feel to like you. as host, I'm like the hype man for you the came show. Out hot. I had to let him know we're here, this is what we're doing. Let's let's get it on. You came out hot, and I was like, "Man, all right, Josh is jacked." Yeah. And then in the car, he was like, "I know Josh pretty well at this point in our lives. Like, you know, I could tell when you're bullshit. I could tell when you're whatever." But mm -hmm. he wanted to do the Spitfire thing, and it didn't work out. And on the way there, it was really bugging him because we talked about it on the way back. Yeah. But you know, but he's just like, and I'm like, "All right, well, maybe Josh is just gonna kind of." Maybe he has something where he stumbles and he goes to it as a go-to. But fuck, man, he comes out with jokes, yeah, like jokes, yeah, like yeah, real yeah. jokes. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's funny. And 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 he he brings out Gonzo, 
And, and you know, you kind of roasted Gonzo a little bit. Bring him out. I did. I gave him a couple of jabs. I feel like for some reason Gonzo was a target that night, but I think it's because we just all love him so much. And because yeah. because of his stature and his size, you just think he would be the bully. So it's nice to bully the you big You think guy he was upset bit. at all, Bobby? Oh, I, he I was hope happy. not. No, yeah. he, he stayed fucking all night. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, uh, buddies of his that uh, did the stand-up classes and, and open mics. Because he took a beating. He took a little bit of a beating. Well, no, but... You know, Panzeca hit him hard. Let me tell you, he's been on the, on the open mic circuit practicing mm-hmm. his stuff. And yeah. a few of his friends that he performs with showed up to support him. And he was, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Brett Rossi. So he was right, incredibly right. happy that night. Yeah. So, so Josh introduced Gonzo. Gonzo does a set, which was funny. I mean, he did, you know, Gonzo bounced around. He did some political humor, which we knew he was going to do. Um, and, and he, you know, he did some uh, other uh, little anecdotal things. And, they, and it was good. He was probably on there for five to seven minutes. Yeah. I let him go. I let him go because he had found, finally found his pocket. Was there a flashlight? No, but. Oh, I was going to say, because I didn't get flashed. He wanted me to time five minutes for oh, him. Oh, okay. And. That's and he has that joke. Is that the light? Is that the light? You know, right? Um, and I, at first, I thought, does he want off? And I'm like, or does <laughs> should he I want flash to keep going? Him? Yeah. yeah. So he found a pocket of good, and he was like rolling with his material. I'm yeah. like, I'll just put my phone down. Let yeah. him go. Very He'll natural. tell me when he's done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And mind you, I, I was impressed. None of us are comedians. No, Panzeca's the only. Well, Bobby, you've done stand up, but yeah, but, Bobby's a pro. But but Panzeca's no Panzeca's a pro. He right. does it for a living. Yeah, like yeah. The guy that's you know he he's great. good. You know, um, you know Bobby's an entertainer. Professional, and, and you know what? There's an know. art to it. Like you rapping, you couldn't go out Thursday and rap. You know, you. Yeah, it's I, I kind of wanted to do something for you, a little something, but you know, it just wasn't. I think it was better that you didn't. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that people like Panzi could do it every day, and when yeah. you used to rap every day, you're much sharper. And when I used to do snap every day, it was much sharper. Sure. So even for me to get back up there. I'm I'm fumbling at the same oh, pace man, as you yeah. guys because it's an art, and when you put that art form down, and you just run one day and pick up brushes, it does. It's you know, it's yeah. it, stand up is pretty tough. Can we I, can we talk about Alaska though? Because th- her set fucking blew me away. Well, let, let, me, let me. I'm doing a chronological thing. Oh, okay. So so Gonzo <laughs> Gonzo went. Well, Gonzo's on. I ran outside. I'm in the back park. Like you can't smoke in Legends anymore. I don't know when that started. Oh, That's okay. a really bad rule. But I don't Too know. Too small. When, I know, but it would sucked for me. So, <laughs> go ahead. So I was nervous, and I just wanted to have a smoke before my set. I was like, okay. And I went outside, and I'm I'm doing my material by myself in the middle of an empty parking lot behind. I can hear Gonzo through the door, but I'm nobody can see me. So Boucher come happens to just walk back there. He was picking up a wire or something from the other side, and he was coming around. He goes. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just psyching myself up. I'm talking to myself right now. I'm doing my set. And he's like, oh, okay. And then, you know, um, then Joe B walks out. He goes, hey, oh, you're out here. What the fuck are you doing? And I like, it was just, a, okay, okay. So now I'm like, I'm you're getting, like Eminem and I'm Eight trying Mile, to, like hyping yourself up in the mirror. Right, kind of exactly. Deal. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to get the nerves. So yeah. I could just go out there and be like, knock it out. Whether it whether it works, whether it doesn't work, if I bomb, whatever, I'm gonna go out there and bomb well, with just conviction. Remembering what you have to say <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just I didn't want to have notes. Uh, you right. know, a lot of comedians they have a little note. I wanted to ha- just come out and just do it and, and make it feel uh, free flowing as, as right. opposed yeah. to looking down. Or I just wanted to go. So I had this whole thing in my head. And I get out there, I, I do my set. First thing I hear is Santa laugh. Right? <laughs> and um, and then uh, I told a few stories. I said Tootsie's like a th- 
thousand times. Yeah. You asshole. And, and Scott <laughs> and Jen Lee's are sitting there. And every time I would say it, Scott would smirk at me like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. You're in my house and you're doing, you know. Uh, and it was like, and I wasn't jabbing them. It wasn't, you know, we, we're not competition. They're in West Palm. We're in Miami. Right. We're two completely different types of clubs. We help like each that. other. We do each other's events. But it was right. it was kind of a friendly thing, you know, and, and, I, and I like that. So um, anyway, I get done with my set and uh, now I'm like, awesome like i can just enjoy the show and i sit back and alaska comes on now um she was uh two things happened right off the bat with alaska one she went out there and she had on like this victoria's secret type robe yeah like you just got out of the shower robe. Yeah. yeah and she looked good really good a black satin one yeah it was, it was sexy yeah it was a hot look and she just kind of stood there for a minute mm -hmm. and the second thing that happened was she got heckled by some drunk girl that we don't even know. Yeah, who was that girl? I don't know. So yeah. it's just a friend of a friend yeah. uh, of ours, uh, and she had had a little bit too much to drink, and she was having fun with Alaska. Yeah. But uh, they hecklers think they're helping, especially drunk hecklers. They have no idea. Yeah. She wasn't heckling like uh, for Alaska. In a, in a bad way, she was trying. I think she thought she was being like exactly. supportive or whatever. Right. But she kept, yeah, interrupting. You're but trying like, to be that woohoo person. Right. right. Yeah. The first person up there to throw dollars and make a spectacle, but the poor kid hadn't even started yet. Like the first word hadn't come out of her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it just, it, it, it kind of threw her off a little bit, I thought. You know, and I really felt for her. But then she, once that girl stopped um, heckling her, yeah. she started getting into it, and, and her set was funny. Yeah. She, to one point, Mike Panzica leaned over to me. He goes, "She's raw. She needs, you know, she just needs to kind of fine tuning." Yeah, but yeah. it's there. But like the, she's got a the real materials there. Here's the thing about yeah, she Alaska. Was she was great. Alaska's a go getter. Young girl, new in the business. Wants to soak everything in like a sponge. You know, even when we were after the show, Josh and I were just bullshitting with her uh, over by her dressing room. And um, she was just so attentive to everything that we were saying. And we weren't really saying anything major about the business. No, but you're right. She's looking at you soaking all that information. Every in. piece of it. And yeah. people like that will always succeed. If you have drive, if you have passion and you surround yourself with the right p team of people you will always that's that's the golden rule of success right there if you don't have one of those three things you're not going to succeed yeah, absolutely right that's just and she's got it in spades what i was happy about was that her material was so industry uh related like yeah. i was wondering if you do stand-up comedy in public are you really going to talk all about your industry life but for her that material for us was so impactful because her, like her gynecologist joke exactly yeah, 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 that was yeah. great bro great stuff. Good but stuff. i did like look I, and i didn't mean to overshadow what she was going to bring to the table but i thought that since you always have a good body to throw back on like maybe your jokes don't have to be that hot maybe people are laughing at her because she's hot and no matter what her jokes sound like, because that's how what guys are like. Yeah. But she made me laugh the entire yeah, yeah, time. Me too. She ended her set completely naked. But I do have a criticism about that. Okay. There wasn't enough light. No. <laughs> no. No. She she has a phenomenal body, and she looks incredible naked, as we saw on her. Yeah, stage we didn't say that right up front. Yeah. But I thought she could have taken her time a little bit with it. 
Oh, I see what you mean. And, Drag, and, more of like and, a striptease type of deal. Yes, and incorporated as part of the, the bit <clears throat> versus telling the audience, "Well, I'm going to get naked now," and Just I want to. Yeah, I you mean, she she used it as a uh, tool versus making it part of the bit, like you know, like right, like, like like maybe you know, man, it's getting hot in here. And speaking of hot, I had hot flashes. You know, I only go to the gynecologist once a year. And then she could have told that joke. And then from there, man, it's really hot in here. And then just take the robe down a little bit, you know, and use that hot thing I like or that. something. She, she's I like got a, a couple segue. of jokes that are a little like edgy. Uh-huh. And I think sometimes like people are afraid to laugh at certain shit. And I think those times would like it's kind that of like, been awkward. That would be a great time great to time. take something off. That yeah. would exactly, yeah. exactly, Josh. That would have been perfect. Yeah, if that act, if you were to do it's it, there. Let's say you did it as blocking, and you did it as walking around the room, mm-hmm. getting undressed, getting mm-hmm. ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. That would so be an amazing act. Amazing, like. Yeah. I, I saw once there was a comedian that did that. He would come out as a full guy in drag, and he would sit at a beauty desk and, and slowly take his, each piece off. Yeah. But he was doing his act as he's doing. Yeah. He's doing each thing. Yeah. yeah and at the end, there's some big reveal, right? So that would be great for her if she came out as a fully dressed, you know, stockings, garter belt, and she rolled one stocking down slowly while she was it's doing kind like part a burlesque of uh, comedy hybrid. So again, yeah. Yeah. she was funny. She was entertaining. I just think that it, she's got something there. And I hope she does something with that. Her material, could, her know. premises are fucking fantastic. Great. I would love to be in a room with other guys and her and and extract those premises yeah. you know, with her and 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 make them like really hard-hitting punches because the stuff that she talked about was amazing. My point is, if she can turn that thing, that what we saw, uh, her, I'll call it a bit because she kind of did like a bit with the getting right. naked and stuff. If she can turn that into something that maybe like a five-minute set, I would love to see her perform that at Expo in some capacity somewhere because I think people would really enjoy it. I think people would get, you know, get something out of that. And, yeah. and that could be her thing to get known quickly in this industry as a newcomer in is being the naked comic. You know, yeah. like the unknown comic had the bag over his head. Right. She and could what, just be the I, naked comic. Well, worst comes to worst, you get on the uh, Planet Platypus uh, stage. Yeah. Oh, oh she's well, definitely going to well, she's part. Look, she's part of the team now. I mean, yeah. she's she's contributing content for the website. I told her this uh, at Monroe's. Yeah. You know, she's she's definitely part of the team. But whatever we got to do to showcase her, will definitely. She's help one of us now. She is one of us now. Yeah. She's one of us now. Which is why I'm part being, of the family. Which is why I'm being overcritical of of her set. Not not that it wasn't funny or anything. It was, and she killed, and she was great. She got a lot of laughs. Oh, I thought she was awesome. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I I just think there's something more there, and I can't wait to see her explore the. Possibilities of that. And by the way, can we take a minute to talk about the size of this girl's balls? I mean, like, <laughs> fucking, seriously, all the stuff you just said about paying attention and soaking things up. I mean, yeah. it also takes balls to stand in front, stand out there and do what she did. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like, if you don't like my body, I can probably, you know, forgive you. Well, but also, just as a newcomer, it's intimidating because here's, you know, all these industry oh, people this girl's there, all too, in, that are, Josh. you know. She's all yeah. in. And oh, that she's was all like in. That. No, yeah, but yeah. I mean, but as a newcomer, though, that's got to be, like, intimidating. Because I don't think so for her. I think she's think so? just, I just think she's a go-getter. Yeah. I just think she's all in. That's all. Awesome. She's like, fuck it. Yeah. I, I really do. I, yeah. I, that's that's the impression I got from her. I mean, maybe you got a different impression, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, uh, definitely uh, made a good impression on me. She seems just like very real and very cool, and she, I, I noticed also that she's kind of taking it all in. Yeah. yeah. So she ends her set, and then here comes the birthday boy. He gets a, a, yeah. a resounding introduction from Josh again. Yes. <laughs> and, and I mean, really, you really 
built him up and put him put him perfect uh, for the start. Yeah. And Bobby comes out, man, and he tells a few uh, jokes. I love what you did. You you hit the room quick with your Gonzo story, and then you 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 went into normal everyday things like driving in the traffic and i love that what do they call that observational humor yeah, yeah. okay so so he comes out uh, he ends up telling the funniest fucking gonzo story about the driving we we touched on this earlier in the show um uh, basically gonzo's the worst driver in the world he, he'll kill you if it, one day he's gonna kill like everybody in his <laughs> yeah, car he's very angry i mean he's a very angry driver and um I, I've driven with Gonzo twice, twice, so and I've known him. To- I've known him like seventeen years, twice, and um, <laughs> it's it's a experience. And Bobby painted the perfect picture because I've been there, <laughs> and it really struck a nerve with me. Um, from that point, he had me, and he had the whole room. People were literally like, "Your bosses were sitting right in front of me." And the way they were carrying on and laughing at you, and 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 and, and I was I was so proud of you in the moment, Bobby, because <laughs> because I'm like, look at this. He took what his strength, turned it into a thing for his new gig, and his bosses appreciate his talent level, and it's just all right yeah. there in front it's all, of me. It's all you know what I mean, and your boss too. It's yeah, no, no, up. it was like, it was just it was it was beautiful. You were on the freaking money like people were wailing you know what i mean and uh and you just and then somebody said something or ooed you or whatever and then you slapped them real quick in the crowd i I, I, (laughs) um it was just great you Uh, always have that side gun ready for the danger yeah and like the minute anything moves bang bobby's wife said woo and he's like, yeah, she'll be stripping tonight. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. He even heckled, you know, he even uh, even hit hit his wife. I'm gonna uh, uh, try to edit in some some of the clips, you know, when I edit it all together. Well, I'm gonna try to put. Some oh, of cool. In there too, I yeah. mean, my most. You ever have that section of your routine that's your most fun? Uh huh. So the, my most fun thing that I I had, I put kind of three quarters of the way through. So even when I'm like, even when I got up, I'm like, I want to talk about this, 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 and this, and. You know, not everybody relates to everything until I get to this portion of the show. And then when I got to the Italian family stuff, it's like so real that it's free. Yeah. And I think like everybody I just, relates to I those. step foot in a comfortable room and let it go. Yeah. All right, hold on. I have I, I literally have these random clips of Bobby on my let me see if, if oh, this. shit, no, I understand. Totally. Did your wife open it? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that? It's a weird duality for me because I grew up Italian guys. Italian people don't they don't use the phone. All that shit you saw in Goodfellas, that shit is true. Yeah, stereotypes might be racist, but they're surprisingly accurate. <laughs> My grandparents, they don't, they don't use a phone to make a call. When an Italian makes a call, they open the front door. Hey, Joey, is Freddie over there? No, he's not back here. He went to the market to pick up stuff in Marie's thing tomorrow. He'll be back after. That's making a phone call. That's it. That was your social media. That was your text, your phone, your inbox, everything. That's right. Amen. And your social media reach, depending on how loud down the block you can That's yell. Right. Yeah. My grandparents had a phone. It was just for show. God forbid you ask to use it, too. Like, they don't even use, or Italians don't even use the phone to order a pizza. They'll send you for a fucking pizza. <laughs> Bobby, here's $10. Go get a pizza and some rolls. You want me to call? Oh, what are you going to make a phone call for? What are you doing? This is so busy, this kid. Wait, we too busy. You can't go get a fucking thing. Go get the fuck out of here. You're gonna make a phone call, this kid. Oh, we gonna let everybody know you're coming. Oh, big surprise. 
Who's down the streets? He's coming for a piece. He goes, get the fuck out of here with this. <laughs> You know what's funny about that? Right, that's great. What's funny about that is Bobby looks like Robert De Niro when he's telling that, <laughs> when he's doing that. Like I'm yeah. looking at it on my yeah. phone right now, but um, and and we'll throw these clips up on the website. Um, I just took little thirty second clips and whatnot, but yeah. uh, but Bobby great, great Bobby shit. smoked it, killed, so killed, killed. It was so funny, and you would think that's it, we're done. You know, like there's there's nothing else to, and then here comes the teacher, Michael yeah. Panzeca, yeah. the teacher on the and, scene, and and he uh. He just had everybody from from the very beginning. I, I forgot what his opening was, but it was uh, something about being in the strip club, and uh, he just he's great. Oh, he goes, yeah. I, I, he goes. Part of my act is uh, I like to ask people what they do for a living. <laughs> uh, but in this room, I don't think I'll be doing that here tonight. Like it was just, I mean, the way he uh, that was a pretty dead on impression of Mike. Also, you yeah, know, yeah, by the way, <laughs> that, was, that was really good. But uh, you are so that is so balls on accurate about Mike. He is, he. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say Mike is able to assess a room like no one I've ever seen. You know, because he he performs in front of everybody from corporate audiences to prisoners. To, I mean, you name it. Drunken cruise ship right. passengers. Yeah, he's <laughs> really For polished. His ability to assess a room and become one of you is like my favorite thing to watch about him. Yeah. And I wanted to get more clips of him, but he kind of yelled at me in the middle of his set because yeah, I was. Yeah. Did you see? see yeah. I think I have that. I was taking video of him. Yeah. And he's in the middle of a joke. And he's like, like I can't fucking see right in front of me, Platt. You know, like I yeah, was let's just sit the fuck down. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like let, let, let's, is, let's give a little panzeca real quick. When I was a kid, the playground was made of concrete, steel, and gravel. And when you hit your head, you knew you hit your head. This is what kept us from doing it again. This is called learning. But no, today they make them out of foam and rubber and plastic. Oh, and you got a helmet just in case. Just in case of what? My brother put me on the interstate on a bicycle said, good luck. <laughs> You're supposed to get hurt as a kid. That's part of growing up. And I'm doing my part where I live. There's a little daycare center across the street from my house. These kids are out there all day long. All they do is play, 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 play. Run around their diapers and play. <laughs> I don't fucking see you at all, but I just... <laughs> <laughs> Am I getting, what the fuck? Anyway, so so I was cleaning out my closet the other day. I found a CD with some sound effects on it. One on the all right, get, yeah, you get you the get, you got yelled at. Yeah, I got, so I, I got yelled at. So I was trying to get stuff for the awesome. site. I'm trying to think of the website and you know what we're doing and get you know let other people see it. But you know it, it's kind of inappropriate, I guess, to throw a phone in somebody's face when they're doing stand up. Yeah. So painting the picture for those of you who weren't there, Mike is doing that set that you just heard, and slowly from out of the darkness, Platypus is walking towards him with a cell phone with a camera light on it, <laughs> big bright flash. And, and Mike's you know because Mike's down here when he delivers, he delivers down. Here and he's in a nice cautious passion, and and Platt is slowly creeping up on him <laughs> closer and closer because Platt's trying to get the best audio and visual out of the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah for so sure. Platt finally gets to like what within a foot of him, and that's when Mike's like, "Yeah, by the way, Platt, I don't fucking see you at all." <laughs> I, was, I was unfortunately too close. Oh man, but uh, but and, and he he kills. So so the comedy show ends. I I thought we were gonna see some magic, and I thought Santa was gonna do something, but but strangely, we were. Some guy with a saxophone comes in out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, Bill Clinton, what the? I'm fuck like, where going the fuck did Kenny G come from yeah. all of a sudden? Right. So like. Like the show's over, and then all of a sudden, somebody makes an announcement. It's Bobby Mac's birthday. We, we, we said it 80 times during the show. Everybody, you know, uh, but, but, but 
he comes in and does this sexy, sultry, jazzy, Kenny yeah. G version of oh, Happy, Happy Birthday, Birthday on yeah. a saxophone. Yeah. What was that all about? Uh, yeah. He, he, uh, Who he, is he? Uh, he's a friend of Joe B's. Oh, okay. Uh, and he talented guy, and he happened to have his saxophone with him. Like, you know, I wasn't traveling with my saxophone that day. This guy was. <laughs> this guy just happened to and, walk into the best strip yeah. club in Palm Beach with a saxophone well, we on his do, neck. We do events like that at Monroe's. We have, like, show Saturday where we'll bring in different talented people from the community to okay. do their thing okay. at our okay. place. Okay, now that makes so, more sense. So we probably have contacts and everything between circus performers to fucking musicians to everybody, and Joe happened to have a guy. Came in and played me "Happy Birthday, Mr. President." Really sexy. And <laughs> really, yeah, it was. It was weird. <laughs> I was yeah, like, uh, but it was a fucking amazing, nicely. No, nice I mean though. the guy was talented. Don't get me wrong. It was, and it too was sexy. Sounded great, but it was too. Joe's sexy. like, oh, you need a sexy happy birthday. I got a guy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. It was. I got a very... trombone guy or a sex guy. Which one you yeah. need? Yeah. Which one of the horns do you prefer? Yeah, and it, and and it was just a. Uh, it was like Marilyn Man. It was like Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. Happy birthday, but the sax version. It's the a sexy it's sax. So uh, we we clear out legends, and um, and the girls hadn't even gone on yet. And now now we go into the club, and and the shows start. Um, and who went first, Dinah? Oh, uh, Dinah went first. Dinah yes. went first. So Dynamite uh, goes on stage and does uh, the show. Uh, she she was a French, French maid. maid. Yeah, and uh, you know, it was very. Um, wh- what's the word I'm looking for? It was like a, a pageant type show where burlesque, it wasn't like burlesque type kind of. No, it was. I, I I thought it was more like a, a show you would see at EDIs. Like okay. it was not without as many props and big thing, but it was a pretty technical, refined right. show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it wasn't just it was choreography. Yeah. Was, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There was a whole. That's what I'm saying. There was levels to the show. True performer. Um, and yeah, Josh was emceeing. We were talking about that on the phone too. I, I like. She's like, "What should I bring? What should I not bring?" I'm like, "You just come to the birthday. Yeah, just come I, dance." I really just expected it to be kind of like we, he said, like a friend thing, where you know, like in the past, like Gooch and Lacey and Simone just would show just show up, up and, yeah. and, and go make a mess on our stage. <laughs> yes, yes. And I would, and everybody would love it. Yes. And it, it, you know, it wasn't like they. Planned no, Dinah planned like every little piece of that show. Yeah. Like they're, they're, that was like a, a, a competition show. Yeah. So um, you know, great job. She does fantastic. And then Alaska goes on. Um, and Alaska for being a newcomer uh, looks very comfortable on stage. She had like a cool snake. Thing. Yeah, she did like, like yeah. this cobra thing where yeah. she slithered out on stage and. Uh, now, no, no, granted, you could tell she's newer to the business. D- Dinah's way more refined and, and polished, uh, polished, yeah. polished. And and like her show, like I said, it was like a competition show. So it's hard to compare the two. It's in, it's unfair to compare the two, to yeah. be honest. Uh, but Alaska's, you know what I told her? I gave her some good advice, what I think is some good advice. Um, after the, her show was over, I said, spend some time with Annie Lane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the things that she's missing on are things that annie does great you know and and and, um i think that the if the two of them spent time together i can see alaska becoming a top feature in probably two or three years i could too and and as i was i was uh I was the one behind the mic for her show. Oh my so, god! Annie Lane just texted me while I was no saying way. Annie Lane. It's, I, I swear to God, look at my phone, dude. It's <laughs> a at, sign. Annie Lane. I haven't even looked at the text. He's like, tell Alaska to bring Jameis into that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you. I was the one calling the the play by play for Alaska's show, and yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there reading. I'm like, 
And I, I turned to DJ Todd and I said, listen, this girl's, you know, as young as she is, she's got her cue points written out on every song at what moment in time That's each cool. thing's going to change. And then what she's going to do at that moment in time. So, How valuable is that to you? So, yeah, yeah. as the guy calling the right. shots, oh, I knew awesome. when the bra was coming off. I knew when the bottoms were right, coming right, off. Right. And I was able to set her up, set her up, set her up. Uh, and That's then, like, cool. the other half of the DJ me, so as amazing as that is for her to even know, like, she she already knows that part. Like, nobody even does that. The people who know better yeah. don't even do that. Yeah. So, uh, and then I'm, like, looking at the order of her music, and I came to you asking, hey, what's a good music song about Snake, you know, with the Oh, Snake yeah, Velvet Revolver. Yeah. So, uh, and I was looking at her set, and I'm like, I want to put this in there, but you know what? I don't want to throw her off either. It's bad enough. She's new. She's here. It's, you know, I'm like... Let me just let's play her set the way she's rehearsed it. Right. Yeah. And I kept thinking, I'm like, man, I wouldn't start with voodoo. I would put voodoo here and I'd put this here. But amazing. She did great. Yeah, she did. She did. Yeah, in she in did front great. of everybody. Yeah. Because I mean, there was a who's who there. And, and, and here she is. Like, again, like you said, that girl's got balls. You know, she she's literally, she's. Says, I was a little jealous, Bobby, that you got to be on the mic for that because I, I did Dynamite Show. And it was just the and intro, and it, and it said right on the, the sheet where you had your cue points of stuff that's going on. <laughs> Mine said, do not talk. <laughs> because do not when you have anything. choreography involved, you're listening for these little points in the song. And like you said, her show is very technical. She's listening for this stuff. But I still got that Cadillac lounge in me. Where like she was doing stuff with water, and I wanted to be making like you know dirty wet pussy jokes and shit, and I <laughs> because I don't work at Monroe's, <laughs> are they gonna do a fire me? <laughs> so let uh, me say the filthy shit. So I but no, but I was I was very uh, reserved, but uh, but but her show was great. And, but both shows were great, but like you said, very different. I noticed you were loving that show actually, and and because I know that you have like a little you know behind the scenes dyna, dynamite crush, I uh, got you this. Uh, this I wanted to surprise you with this. Oh, you but got me the autograph. This is a oh, signed poster, poster right here. I know here. exactly where that's going, right in Platt's spot it's right there. Platypus, your podcasts make me explode. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Signed autograph poster from Dynamite. She does have an incredible body, though. Look at that picture. Gee, let me see that. Yeah. My God. It's like a Wild West thing going on there. Look how flat like her stomach is and how defined her arms are. Yeah. Yeah. That's she, incredible. Yeah. She's uh, it's a pretty cool picture, too. Insane. With the mountains yeah. in the back. That's Bro, actually a really cool picture. Those two pictures of her, there's one of her like that, and then the one I used on my poster. Well, like Out of everything I saw, whoever that photographer is, just brilliant. I don't uh, know her well. I met her at Expo, go, and I, I got a couple of uh, you know, I got a couple of quick little conversations with her. But yeah, she's, she's a girl that definitely seems uh, like very all about her, her brand and her image. And like, yeah, this poster is like perfect representation. Of yeah, she's got, like, she's got her shit together. She's got her shit together. Yeah, like this is like, per, like pro shit. Yeah, that's shit. well yeah. thought out. Yeah. That's 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 yeah, next like level that. stuff. The TNT, like look at that. Yeah, Love it. that's going right over there by you, Platt. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, so, yeah, so actually, it's really one of the only spaces left unless we start putting stuff on the ceiling. Uh, yeah. So all right. So we had a, a fucking blast at Monroe's for Bobby's birthday. We did. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't get event. to give him a little Spitfire. You know, he was promoting me as the Spitfire King. So I didn't know if like my legions of fans were going to show up <laughs> and want to hear like the greatest hits. You know, <laughs> am I going to sing uh, No Sleep Till Expo and Area 51? <laughs> so I want to do something special <laughs> for Bobby's birthday. It would have been something probably like silly or whatever, but I didn't get to do it. So we do this podcast week after week, and I like to deliver the hottest of fire each and every time. So I said, well, that'll be a good opportunity for me to do something special for Bob, Bobby Mac. Uh, for, why'd I call you Bob? <laughs> yeah, where'd that come from? I don't know. 
for his birthday, right? Yeah. So, um, so, so I'm thinking. If I'm, I'm older now, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why. You, you actually, Robert. Like, I don't know. I, like, the second phone. I said it, I went. That was uncomfortable. Why did? Hello, Bob. Hey, old Bob. Oh. So, anyways, so like calling uh, Robert De Niro. Bob, so I'm thinking, like, all right, if I'm crafting yeah. something custom for yeah. Bobby Mac, it's got to be custom tailored for him. So I'm thinking, what are some things? That Bobby Mac is into, so the whole Mister Voice, obviously. Sure. Um, the comic he, books, I think. Comic, comic books, books, movies, Star Wars, comic book nerd. movies, which oh, are yeah. which are always an epic, uh, you know, epic um, uh, cinematic experience. Uh, so what what I did for the Spitfire of the Week, it, it's cinema of the mind for you right here. Okay. So I put something together for Bobby that incorporates comic book movies and his own life into something that right. I think. Like strang- I spent like way strangulation videos. Too- I spent <laughs> usually. I put these things together quick. Mm-hmm. This is something that's like like a really like you're gonna go. What the? F- why would you? This put better so be much- good, Josh. Listen, it's epic. You're, you're epic putting, is an you understatement. Do. You're putting a lot. You're gonna of- say why would you put so much this production be into good. something so ridiculous? <laughs> it's it. What a talk up, man. Yeah. And you know what? This- he usually lowballs himself. I know. I know. The so, buildup is like crazy. I'm, I'm this better be good, bro. This it's this song is so good. We're gonna make fun of you if it sucks. That it's even got a trailer. Maybe he's tricking us. The song has a trailer. The That's song has good. a movie trailer. Yes. So the trailer and then the song. Are you ready for this? Turn my headphones. Oh, let's yeah, do it. yeah. Turn the headphones. Let's do it. I gotta hear this. All right, here we go. Better not suck. Ass Money Films presents. Have you ever wondered about this particular thing? In association with MacArt Comics. Because it turns out that that thing is real. The origin story you never saw coming. About a man who wants to be known for more than spinning records. That thing I referred to earlier? Well, it's happening, and it will destroy us all. When your back is against the wall, and the odds are stacked against you, someone has to stop this thing. Sometimes all you have, and that someone is you, is your voice. You didn't think it would be that easy, did you? Everybody knows the DJ behind the voice. But now you'll find out the story behind the man. I don't think I'm the one. I'm not the person who can stop this thing. You are that person. Now take my hand! Bobby Mack. Josh Fiore, DJ Platypus, star in an Ass Money Films production. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. I am the reaction. Mr. Voice. Our story begins on the planet Platypus, where a super-intelligent race of dolphins have conspired to bring the golden (laughs) microphone to Earth. 
little bit of slacker Trying to get discovered as comedian or actor Or writing or something exciting, enticing Like fighting professional wrestling Or anything interesting Pretending to blend in with friends who quite frankly offend him Instead in his head he was born for performing Contemplating life with a joint when a storm hit Waves crashed in as the sky turned night A dolphin emerged in a circle of light He said, hey Bobby I came from another planet I've been abandoned, now I'm stuck on Earth stranded Take the golden microphone and hold it with you close And know the secret powers it allows you when you host Now Bobby's astounded like as if he's seen a ghost But even so, he grabbed the mic and lightning strikes and he goes You can't stop me now, now I got the power I just found my, I just got my, call me Mr. Voice And you can knock me down, but you never take me out Dressing up in funny getups, getting better every time he grabs a mic, he's never fed up. Even when he's paying dues and dressed up like the Easter Bunny, getting punched in the nuts. Cause the crowd thought it was funny, but he generated buzz and the clubs are taking notice. So the Mac, Mr. Voice, and his shows are the dopest. Oh shit, Bobby Mac is always on his host shit. People love his Photoshop, gotta repost it. Travel coast to coast in the friendly skies, host the expo in Vegas and the EDIs. But don't be surprised when you're on top of the world to get knocked down, sending your life to the twirl. When your girl and your kid ain't Happy or healthy and club politics Make you wish you wasn't stressed And you wear a happy face And you make the choice to just Kill the show Cause you missed the voice You say, uh You can't stop me now Now I got the power I just found my I just got my Call me Mr. Voice And you can knock me down But you never take me out Cause I still got my I still got my I still got my voice to theaters this year I still got my voice one man on a journey cause I still got my voice one industry united I still got my voice and one really big voice cause I still got my voice so like the space dolphin wait what did the fucking space dolphin have to do with anything <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday Bobby <laughs> I honestly have one thing to say. Okay. That fucking sucked. That was the worst <laughs> Spitfire you have ever done. Oh, I can't believe man. the buildup you gave. Yes, like it was going to be some epic <laughs> thing. Was an epic that tale. was terrible. That was epic. Josh, that was the fucking worst thing I've care. ever I had heard come out of your mouth. And that. I've heard some dog shit come out of your mouth. <laughs> you just made Who the you fuck do you think you are? It is bad you didn't get the platypus that crap. <laughs> <laughs> on a show that has 
our name collectively on it. What the fuck, man? Yeah, man. Dude, seriously, I was fucking badass. Yeah, it was badass, right? <laughs> that was unbelievable. Oh, man, so much fun doing that, man. That's my gift to you. Happy birthday, Bobby. Dude, that Holy was a production. <laughs> oh, man, every syllable of that fucking song is reverberating with me right now. And, and like, you know what's just cool? just described my entire life in a minute. He did that, and the hook was so like good. That was like, you could like... Turn that into a I've real. Been, I've track. been messing around with the software and figuring out mixing and like you know. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm practicing. And so dude, this kind I want to see that perfect. movie now. <laughs> yeah, I want. Yeah, we got to get an investor quick because I want to see that. That movie hook now. was solid, solid. That's solid. You know that. You know that hook was solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so that was fun. A lot of it fun reminded me a little bit of Limp Biscuit back in the day. The rock elements. Absolutely. Yeah, you got. It had a couple Limp Biscuit. Yeah, it had it had some of that like Kid Rock Limp Biscuit feel to it. I love that though. I love that. That was good, dude. Yeah, man. That was fucking solid. Holy you were spitting. There was one part of it when it was just you and the drums, and that's when you're you're your best as far as how you rap. Yeah, like because you were just like I could tell you were just spitting that at that spitting point. Hot it was fire. oh hot hot smoking yeah. lava fire. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was fucking that that was and your that, best one yet. Yeah. yeah. Now oh, I can't slack on these things anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, we might have to stop. Actually, this <laughs> might, <laughs> might be the last yeah. one. <laughs> Oh but, man! Holy shit! Josh. But uh, no, we gotta do something great for Christmas too. We gotta uh, do a Christmas yeah. song. I love the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I love the. Tra- I love the fact that the sentences in the middle made no sense, but they're part of the epic trailer sentences. Oh, yeah, that you yeah, yeah. they're just the generic epic right. trailer yeah. sentences. Yeah, I don't think I can do this alone. <laughs> oh, you can do it. It's only you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, it was so much fun putting all that shit together. Even and got- the Ass Money films, of course. I oh, had to. Bro. I had to do. It. You sent me that text last night. Well, ass explain money. what Ass Money is to the audience. Okay, so it's part of Bobby's routine, and I'm not going to try to to quote it but uh but there there was a part in there about how the money that we collect at the end of the night is ass money right and it was just a, a hilarious bit i'm not yes. going to even attempt to well, repeat it but uh, my observation came from finding out that like i sh- in my news feed was a little article from the science news that said all money has 94 percent fecal, fecal matter, matter on it. it and i'm like i handle a lot of money you know <laughs> this is all ass money yes. yeah that's what it is ass money. i'm like and then as i as i come to this realization i look up and there's two girls upside down each other one guy's got his face and her ass and another guy's throwing money in the other girl's ass and i'm like this is where ass money comes from yeah oh, and we, it was so we make it <laughs> it was so like, great hence the and new then, term and, ass money right and then he sent me that text last night ass money and i went Oh, I gotta edit that because I I had originally <laughs> said Planet Platypus films, and then I go, no, it'd be no. way funnier if yeah. I say Ass Money films. Yeah, no, that was great. Hashtag Ass Money. Ash Ass <laughs> Money. Hashtag Ass Money. Ass Money. <laughs> so uh, so there it is. Spitfire of the week. I don't know. We could probably end there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got shit to do. All right. <laughs> Let's end there. You know what? After that, he can have whatever. Yeah, he fucking yeah. I mean, how do you top that? How do you top that? Well, listen, great, Josh, great job, Bobby. Thanks, a very happy I love birthday. You, Thank you for that. Um, yeah, man. Next week's show is a big surprise to our listeners. Huge, huge guests. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Is, is it that? Can I guess? You can guess. Is is it that Tiggs is going to eat something live on the air? <laughs> yes, no. That'd be a big oh surprise. no, no shit. That's no, this no, week. No, that's no, every no. week. But I promise you, it's going to be a, a crazy, crazy show. Um, and um, yeah, we could we could rehash all this next week, bro. Yeah. I mean, Angel Bo's going to piss on Josh. No, no, nah, nah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's getting better than that, I promise. Okay, Josh, take us out, bud. All right, well, hey, on behalf of Bobby Mac, the birthday boy, DJ Platypus, and myself, Jiggy Josh Fiori, the Spitfire King. Thanks for tuning in to Planet Platypus. We'll see you next time, everybody. Planet is back. Oh, round
control, we have landed on the planet. It's been a long time, we should have never, never granted. But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel. Part two will rock you, the voice of the people. We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it. The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes. Black Bobby Mac, Josh Bryant, and Mary. Thoughts to take over the planet.